Romans 5. Therefore, since we've been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege, where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice too because when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confidence, hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because he's given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. When we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Now, most people would not be willing to die for an upright person, though someone might perhaps be willing to die for a person who's especially good. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were yet sinners. And since we've been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son while we were still his enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of his son. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. Abba Father, we thank you today that you call us friend through Jesus Christ. And we thank you uh, that we receive your full salvation. And you told us that we would go through things and that you would work in us as we go through things. And that would give us hope. And so we need your help today to gain that perspective that you are working in us, changing us from glory to glory into the image of your dear son. We are going to have problems and trials, and that's going to develop endurance in us. And when we endure, then character is going to be built in us. And then that's going to give us hope of salvation and your hope does not disappoint because we know that you love us. And when we go through things, we realize how much you love us because you are right there and you provide and you just give us joy in the mists. And sometimes those circumstances move. Those mountains move when we praise and sometimes they don't and we change. You change us. This is what you're talking about. And you're, you're wanting us to understand that you're always working. You're always faithful, that it's just greater and that we need to come up to where you are and see and hear and listen to your perspective. And that's what happens through your word. And we thank you that having faith in you brings joy. And we need that joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And we thank you that you died for us when we were sinners. We weren't good or righteous. We weren't doing the right thing. And you gave your life for us. And we thank you. We thank you that you washed us white as snow with your blood. And we thank you that we are not saved from trials and tribulations, but we will be saved from your wrath, that your wrath, you will, as children of God, will not experience it. And so we're not fearful. 
we we when we experience fear just naturally okay but we're not going to tremble in fear because we know we know that we're yours and we are in you and we live and move and have our being and so any sin today that separates us from communion from fellowship from walking closely with you. That's why you don't want us to sin because it separates. And you go on and you talk about in verse 12, when Adam sinned, sin entered the world. Adam's sin brought death. So death spread to everyone for everyone's sin. Yes, people sinned even before the law was given, but it was not counted as sin because there was not yet any law to break. Still, everyone died from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even those who did not disobey an explicit commandment of God as Adam did. Now, Adam is a symbol, a representation of Christ who was yet to come. But there's a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of this one man, Adam, brought death to many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of forgiveness to many through the other man, Jesus Christ. And the result of God's gracious gift is very different from the result of that one man's sin. For Adam's sin led to condemnation, but God's free gift leads to our being made right with God. Even though we are guilty of many sins, for the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness for all who receive it will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. Yes, Adam's one sin brought condemnation for everyone, but Christ's one act of righteousness brought a righteous relationship with God and new life for everyone. Because one person disobeyed God, many became sinners. But because one other person obeyed God, many will become righteous. Oh, Father, today, we meet, may we obey you, and that has an effect. May we see that. Because Jesus chose to obey, many were brought to salvation and continue in this dispensation of truth. We can come to know Jesus. It's free to us, and the reason to repent and call it sin is because it separates. And to know the life in you and the fellowship and relationship and not just uh, being saved from hell. Salvation is deep. Um, and so you want us to walk with you in that garden and to fellowship with you and to have a relationship. And so, you know, one person obeying God, may we be that person. We are Jesus' body on this earth today. We are here for a specific reason. Help us to see, open our eyes to see, open our ears to hear, and our heart to receive today, Holy Father. And may we realize that our actions, um, our thoughts, our words, our actions, it has an effect on the atmosphere of our lives, in our homes, in our communities, at work, our governments. May we be walking in that righteousness and may we make decisions for you that's noteworthy in heaven, Father. So we continue to read verse 20, Romans 5 verse 20. God's law was given so that all people could see how sinful they were. But as people sin more and more, God's wonderful grace became more abundant. 
So just as sin ruled over all people and brought them to death, now God's wonderful grace rules instead, giving us right standing with God and resulting in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Father, may we not frustrate your grace. It's free. We have right standing with God, eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. May we rise up and live to that, honoring you as your holy vessels. And may sin no longer rule over us. You delivered us from sin ruling over us. May your grace just expand and in us the work that you're doing and through us. Um, Jesus learned obedience through the things he suffered. Suffering, may it be used for your glory. We yield to your working as we suffer as a body. And we yield to you working in us that Jesus may be glorified. That's the end game. That's the purpose of our lives. Not to accomplish, not to gather things, to glorify Jesus. There's nothing wrong with accomplishing. There's nothing wrong with using gifts and having things. But the end game, the, the main purpose of our lives is to walk closely, circumspectly with you. How we live is important because you are holy and we need you. And there's such greatness. And may the world know who you are through our love for one another. May we repent today for not having that love. That's the one command that you give us as born again Christians is to love one another. And we have failed, Father. Forgive us. Forgive us for our sin of not loving one another, for repeating things, for talking about one another. The gossip that we justify and say, oh, it's because we're going to pray for that person. Let me tell you in detail what's going on. And you call it out and you say, no, that's not the way to do it. May we learn how to do things your way in love. You don't shame people. The guilt that we feel leads to repentance and life. You never shame us. You never call us out and embarrass us. And you don't like the gossiping tongue. You talk about it in your word. And may we not follow the culture of where we are in our community, our place of worship, our family. May we define the culture through your word and your ways of doing things. And just because something is normalized does not mean it's right. And help us to see with your eyes and to hear with your ears through your scripture and Holy Spirit. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray today and we praise you and we thank you for you are good and your mercy endures forever.